الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله عليه وسلامه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن استن بسنته أجمعين يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد عباد الله My dear brothers and sisters We are faced at many points in our lives with challenges that sometimes we feel overwhelmed with overcoming them We think that there is absolutely no solution to those challenges that come our way and all we can do is sit down, raise our hands and make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He can change our situation For the most part this may seem like a man has tawakkul, a woman has, mashallah, reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But for the most part, we feel helpless even when we are making dua to Allah. We feel as if our very duas themselves are meaningless. They are hollow. We ask Allah for help, but do we really believe in our heart of hearts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to help? We do it because we have no other avenue. We do it because the... Uh, the ways in which we have in front of us in terms of the solutions, we see them as impossible to achieve ourselves. So we turn to Allah as a last resort. This is the polar opposite of what the Prophet ﷺ came with in his teachings. That the concept of relying on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the first and foremost thing that you do. 
You don't rely on anything else, not even yourself. Prophet in one of his du'as used to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do not allow me to take care of myself. Do not give me onus and agency and ownership over my own self, even for a blinking of an eye. Meaning that, Ya Allah, you are the one that looks after me in all of my affairs. You are the one who takes care of me. You are the one who, uh, who is in control and not me. And I know that if I was to take control of my own self, just myself, not anybody else, right? Not any other individual, not a group of people, not an entire country or the world, just myself, I know that I would lead myself to my own destruction. So Ya Allah, I need you. That was the Prophet's way. The feeling of despair, though, is a normal feeling. It's not weakness. It's not a sign that you don't have this trust and reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just because you feel helpless and you feel like you want to do something but there's absolutely nothing you can do. You want to change your situation or the situation of the people around you or the situation of the people in a faraway land. But you feel that all of the avenues are closed and the only thing that is open to you is dua and then you feel like I said that that is just a remedial avenue that last resort type thing but the feeling of despair is totally normal and if I was to tell you that even the Anbiya would feel that feeling what would you say that they have no tawakkul their iman is weak they don't trust Allah and rely on Allah who can say that about the Anbiya absolutely nobody but the, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even in the Qur'an tells us and informs us that this was the situation in some instances that where the challenges that the prophets, prophets used to face were seemingly insurmountable. It was almost like there was no solution to it. وَزُلْزِلُوا حَتَّى يَقُولَ الرَّسُولُ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ مَتَى نَصْرُ اللَّهِ And they were shaken. وَزُلْزِلُوا زَلْزَلَ It's like an earthquake. There wasn't a literal earthquake, but their entire reality, their situation was shaken to the point where the metaphor was given that the earth itself was shaking. This is the difficult situation that they found themselves in. وَزُلْزِلُوا حَتَّى يَقُولَ الرَّسُولِ Even the messengers from amongst them, until the point where the messengers from amongst them and those who believed with those messengers would say, مَتَى نَصْرُ اللَّهِ When is the help of Allah going to come? When is the victory, when is the aid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to arrive to us? Picture that. We think of this statement as where is Allah's help as a sign of weakness. But it's not. If it comes from a place of tawakkul and reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where is Allah's help? Yani when is Allah's help going to come? Yeah, what we mean that by that is that we want Allah's help. We are desperate for Allah's help. We know that this is the only solution, even though we have a myriad number of things that we can possibly do to fix our current situation. That is the situation, or that is the statement of the, the, the messengers and those who believed with them. So they say, when is the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to come? And what is the response to that? That verily the help of Allah, the aid of Allah, the victory of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is qareeb. When you translate that in a loose translation, you just take that word qareeb. Qareeb is taken from the word qurb. Qurb means something that is close to you. So Osama sitting right here, he's close. The brother, what's your name? Jamal. Jamal, mashallah. Very beautiful as well. He is also sitting close to me. So this is qurb, right? In terms of distance. Qurb in terms of time frame as well. Yesterday, that was close. Five minutes ago, that was close. You guys were just standing outside. Now you guys are inside. That's close in terms of time frame. That's qurb. All of that is qurb. But do we say about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he is near, he has this qareeb, near in terms of time and space? No. 
But when, whenever the word Qareeb is used with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it means right now, instantaneously, here and now. When, we, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ That if my servants ask you about me, then say that I am near. Not that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is about to get here. Not that he is he's close by and he hasn't arrived yet. No, Qareeb meaning he's right there. If you were to call upon him, he'd answer you straight away. Meaning that he is already hard, he is already present. He doesn't, he's never gone away. So when we say, the victory is close at hand, meaning that it is right there in front of you. All you have to do is reach out and take it. Brothers and sisters, in order to acquire the aid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just like anything else, we have to acquire certain characteristics. There is nothing in the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states that we have to achieve. Whether it is Jannah, whether it is the pleasure of Allah, whether it is um, unity and cooperation and working with one another, staying away from sin and staying away from shaitan, whatever the goal is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sets for us in the Quran to achieve, Allah never says this is how you achieve it. Do X, Y, Z. Right? He doesn't give us like a prescription in terms of actions that we're supposed to do. Rather, what he does is he gives us characteristics that we are supposed to have. We are supposed to be a certain way. If we want to enter into Jannah, we have to have X, Y, Z in terms of our characteristics. Right? Right? We have to have taqwa, we have to have ihsan. And these are all characteristics of the heart. They're characteristics of the self. We have to be those who are in control of our anger, in control of our nafs. These are all characteristics of the self. These aren't actions that you do, even though they are inadvertently as a result of which come out with actions, but they in and of themselves are characteristics. And just like that, if you want the victory of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you want your state to change, if you want your situation to change, if you want our brothers and sisters in Palestine for their situation to change, there has to be a change in the character of the individual. It has to be a change in the character of the Muslimin. And if it doesn't start with us, then it's not going to start with anybody else. Don't expect anybody else to change if you are not willing to take that step and change. Don't ask for the environment of Islam. Don't ask for the hidayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to come down on anybody else if you are not willing to take the step of hidayah. Despair, brothers and sisters, is a totally normal emotion. We sometimes despair in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us, do not despair in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna Allah dhunuba jami'an innahu huwal rahim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He forgives all sins. He is the most compassionate and the most merciful. Why is that important? Because we know that our situation will never change except through the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let us not despair in the mercy of Allah. Let us not despair in our own situations. And even if we do, then let us turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not as a last resort. Not as a, all the other avenues are closed to me, so I'm going to make dua. No. As a first resort, as a first step, let us turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, change our situation, change our state, so that the state of the entire ummah can change. If my state changes, I have the ability to change others. If I haven't changed, there is absolutely no chance that I am going to have any effect on anybody else's life in terms of a positive change. 
So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq to be able to make those steps and for us to have the dua of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the supplication of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the reliance and tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first and foremost and prominent in our hearts. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to have all of the characteristics of ihsan and taqwa and iman so that we are able to enact that change bi idnillahi ta'ala. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa lisa'iril muslimina fastaghfiruh innahu huwa al-ghafurur rahim. Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala wa ba'd Insha'Allah, there is an, a better opportunity than the day of Jumu'ah to begin a change And this is why Jumu'ah is around Every week we come together, uh, not just to go through some ritual where it's meaningless and hollow Rather we hear the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And it is supposed to enact some form of change in our lives And we are human beings and we are slaves of our environments The second we go outside this door, we are going to be uh, subject to whatever's going on outside there in the dunya And whatever's going on outside there in the dunya Is all about increasing your wealth Increasing your influence and your power And that's about it right? But there is nothing that is going to take you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Out there on the streets In your homes, inshallah If you are those who are diligent and recite the Quran uh, Are uh, abiding by the times of your salah Have that dhikr, have that uh, Islamic environment Then inshallah there is some hope But if you are those who the TV comes on Netflix is there, YouTube is there All these other distractions are there Then even inside your homes There is very little chance of you ever connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So we come on the day of Jumu'ah We hear something of the reminder Whether that reminder is something that resonates Or it doesn't resonate We hear the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And we are reminded that no, we have a purpose in this life there are things going on in this world that need to stop and need to change. I can't be just a sheep walking around in this world being led by others. I have a messenger who has come to me with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with revelation. That revelation has given me a responsibility to not just pass it on to others, but also to change the situation of others. I don't need to memorize that revelation. I, need to, I don't need to know it off the back of my hand, but I need to know that there are some morals and ethics and standards which I need to live by, and I expect the rest of humanity to live by. And if they are not living by that standard, then I need to do something to change that. Even if it's just saying a good word. And inshallah, the day of Jumu'ah is a perfect time to make a change. And the perfect way to make a change is to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that change. So there is an hour in the day of Jumu'ah. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asked for anything, He will not leave the one who asks Him empty handed. And we hope and pray that this is the hour in which we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to change our states from a state of darkness into light, from a state of misguidance into guidance, from a state of heedlessness to a state of istiqama and tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show us the right way. Allahumma arina al-haqqa haqqa murzuqna attiba'a wa arina al-baatila baatila murzuqna ijtinaab. اللهم لا تز... ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا لا تؤاخذنا إن نسينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا آتنا من لدنك رحمة وهيئ لنا من أمرنا رشدا اللهم أنزلنا منزلا مباركا وأنت خير المنزلين عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون أذكروا الله العلي الجليل يذكركم 
واشكروه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون وأقيم الصلاة